I know a lot about golf. It's time for those weekend golf guys. Well, we're waiting. On SB Nation Radio. And on SBNationRadio.com. Here's John Ashton and Jeff Smith. Like the man said, it's us, those weekend golf guys. Uh, I'm John Ashton. He was Jeff Smith, still in Florida because it's still cold in Indiana. That's right. I like Florida. It's warmer. West Palm Beach area. Mm -hmm. Doesn't stink being here, buddy. I can imagine. We have some friends uh, digging out of multiple feet of snow in the Northeast and the Midwest and and even the Northwest. We've got some friends in Hawaii who are digging out from snow this week. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> How about this? My sister, uh, who lives in Arizona, warm and balmy mm-hmm. Arizona, she decided that they would go to uh, Hawaii past week. <laughs> she is not too happy. Timing about- is everything, my man. Timing That's is right. everything. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we're going to talk about practice because it's getting to the time when you really want to be prepared to get out on the golf course. You don't want to try to relearn everything you were doing well last year, uh, as well as learning how to improve the stuff you weren't doing so well last year. And so we're going to have some tips if you are, uh, you know, in the polar vortex or in the snow covered areas on how to practice inside for our sister and brethren in the South and the Southwest, uh, some outdoor practice tips. All from the master, master, Mr. Jeff Smith, PGA. So, Ooh, boy. Yeah. Yep. That's we got some fun thing. stuff coming. That's it. So, mm-hmm. all right. Hey, I just found out, just in a side, a little personal aside, I just found out that a guy who basically got me my first radio gig. Yeah. Centuries ago. <clears> now <throat> lives in Florida and plays a lot of golf. Neither of us played golf mm. when we worked together. So I have a standing invitation to go to Florida and play golf. So he's the guy that got you started in the radio? So he's the culprit? He's the culprit, yep. Where yeah. is this guy? I saw this guy was was just hanging out, making money for doing nothing but talking. And I said, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's that whole making money part that goes with the talking part. Yeah, that he didn't explain that it didn't work all that well. <laughs> yeah. Actually, maybe oh. it did. He's retired in Florida <laughs> playing golf, and you are doing the talking. And, and I'm, so still work- I'm still working. He figured out the money-making part. Yeah, he did something I didn't do. <laughs> Obviously, he was remiss, left out part of the tutelage. But anyhow, I'm going to be on the radio talking, and we're going to be talking about practice. Indoors, outdoors, all around the town, whatever conditions you're trying to live in, we got you covered. And we will be right back and start it all in just a few seconds. Don't go away. There are some telltale signs that spring is coming. The swallows come back to Capistrano. Buzzards return to Hinkley, Ohio. And pitchers and catchers return to their team's training facilities, which is happening. And some of them are going out to the Cactus League spring training in uh, in Arizona. Fifteen teams, ten stadiums, 75-degree temperatures. That's all you got to say. Most of us in the country right now and all 10 stadiums are in the greater Phoenix area within 50 miles. And and the atmosphere is just so much more laid back during the spring training. You can talk to the players. You can get autographs. You can see them. And, and also, you know, that the Phoenix area is just known for great tour stuff anyhow. So bring the kids. There's water parks. And of course, primary for me, there are golf courses. So get yourself some fun. Visit Arizona.com slash spring training. Check it out. Visit Arizona.com slash spring training. Visit Arizona.com slash spring training. 
It's us collectively known as those weekend golf guys individually. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. I am in studio. He is in Florida. A lot warmer than am I. But he has to head on back home to Indiana in the next 12 to 24 hours. So uh, he will be suffering right along with the rest of us. But it's it's time. You had to remind me of that? You wouldn't just sit there and let me gloat some more, would you? You You're tired of it. That's what it is. That's it. Misery loves company. And I've been hearing for three weeks now about how wonderful you are in Florida. And the rest of us are like freezing to death. So serve you right to Cepha, baby. Serve you right. I understand mm-hmm. you had yeah. to delay your trip because you uh, were, were already iced in or iced out of uh, Midwest Airport. So ah. Yeah, yeah. I was going to be traveling through Chicago, and all their flights are delayed, and some yeah. of them are canceled and kind of boogering up traffic all over. So yeah. like, it was all of a sudden, hey, let's just go hang out in West Palm for another night. Like they say, you can't get there from here. <laughs> we are going to be talking about practice up to and including a really nifty game that you can play at home uh, called Tin Cup which immediately makes you think it's a golf game. And it is. And it's a game that uh, you don't have to play golf to enjoy. But if you do play golf, it is going to improve your chipping, which I think we all could stand. Because most of us recreational golfers really stink at chipping. Yes, you know? I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, one of my biggest things when I tell people, hey, let's talk about all the folks who are not in the warm climates of, say, an area of the country like I'm in right now. Mm-hmm. Let's say they're in an area of the country that you're in right now yeah. where you're cold. You're not going outside. So what can you do for practice? Well, let's start with going to Walmart and going to get some ping pong balls. Because ping pong balls, man, I'm telling you, we can go right to chipping. Yeah, ping pong balls are the same size as golf balls. You can can spin them. Oh, yeah, you can. Yeah, baby. You can hit pitch shots up onto the bed, Mm -hmm. onto the sofa, onto the chair. You can hit them over the chair. You can uh, you can hit them up in the air, see if your dog can catch them in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Entertaining things have been happening that way. But here's the thing about ping pong balls. Okay, so you can't feel them because they're so light. People go, "Oh, Jeff, come on," you know. But what are you doing? You're enhancing the feel of your club mm-hmm. in your hand and your knowledge of where it lands. So you're working on your landing spot, your technique without the risk of breaking something in the house. Yeah. So again, I've said this before numerous times on our show, and I'm going to say it again. Ping pong balls do not break lamps, windows, mirrors, television screens, or glass baubles that are on any sort of uh, shelving or table. They just don't. Or put holes in walls. And they don't do that either. Mm. So you can get by with it, guys. Mm Mm-hmm. You can get by with it, okay? Mm-hmm. Just clear out the space that you're going to use to swing your club, all right? Yeah. Do yourself that favor. Because okay? because but they do break stuff. They Yeah, they do break stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But ping pong balls themselves, no, they don't. That's right. So let's talk about indoor practice, right? Mm-hmm. You can do things and have little targets, and you can create some visuals about how you're going to do it. And you can learn to chip them low, medium, and high, and you can change clubs and you can work on that because a lot of times, like we mentioned earlier, chipping is a hard part of the game. Yeah. So at least you can work on trajectory. You might not work out on the run out and how hard you hit it and all those things, but you'll work on trajectory. You'll work on your landing spot. Mm-hmm. You'll work on the loft at impact and you'll work on the feel that you have of your hands delivering the club down there. The only thing you don't get is the feel of the golf ball and how far it really went. But boy, you can sure... Be, Get that out as soon as you walk outside 
in the springtime. That's the easy part because then you don't have to play catch up on your landing spot and your technique and your height. You don't have to worry about that if you're using ping pong balls. Right. It's not a bad thing, right? Yeah. And and so they don't get lost. And if they do, it's what, $2.99 for a dozen or something. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, right. Dirt cheap. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about other forms of indoor practice. Okay. So, all right, folks, here we go. Go get yourself a rope. Yes, a rope. Not a string, but a rope. Rope. Okay. And, you know, double it, triple it, quadruple it, whatever it is, so it fits decently in your hand and make it about four feet long after it's in your hand. So, you know, kind of like, say, waist high, almost, you know, just a little bit bigger than hip high, right? So maybe waist high, so just between three and a half, four feet. Okay. And start swinging your rope. Take it back, let it hit you in the back, turn and go. Why? Why is that such a big deal? Well, I asked the questions here. Uh, Why? Why is that such a big deal? John, I'm glad you asked. Thank you. What a great question. Thank you. I was pretty proud of it. It works on your athletic sequence. It works on your body bumping a little left, rotating, and your legs standing up while your chest is turning through and your arms are sending down. It works on the sequence of events really well. Mm, Okay. Now, there's a couple things you can just do. You can just stand there, take it back, let it hit you in the back, and turn and go. You can do that and make a bunch of golf swings and work on that athletic sequence. Mm -hmm. You could also swing it back and forth and back and forth and back and forth really fast and work on your core. Okay. However, I... If you do that, I suggest you put on a sweater <laughs> or a jacket because that rope will be flogging you. Yeah, you don't want to do the self-flagellation as, thing, as you, man. <laughs> as you go back and forth and back and forth. But yeah. it is a great thing to work on the sequence of events in a mini motion mm-hmm. and its core muscles. And it works the thighs and the hips turning and the core and it works out really well, and I highly recommend back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, really tight. Mm-hmm. And the reason I recommend that is because it's really good for the sequence and those muscles that you're using that to tighten up your golf swing at the same time. So I read it's a something, good thing, but don't log yourself. <laughs> I read something today that that intrigued me. That uh, a guy stumbled upon this by editing a video, and he was counting the frames just for the heck of it that it took uh, some of the pros he was taking videos of to do a backswing and then a downswing. And he found yeah. out, he found out that the ratio was three to one for mm-hmm. every, everyone that he counted it on. Yeah, three right. to one. So your downswing is three times faster than your backswing. So let's think of it this way. Mm-hmm. You got about a second up the top and about a third of a second down. That'd be three thirds on the way up, right? Mm-hmm. Three to one. Yep. Right. So in that, you, you know, you can kind of work your own sequence of events yeah. and you could count it and you could do the same thing. And no matter the pace that you're swinging at, that's the tempo three to one mm-hmm. tempo as in the ratio between the backswing time and the front and the, the forward swing time. That's right. Right. Three, three on the way back, one on the way through. I used to have it in my head that I would go one, two, three, bang. Mm-hmm. That's what I'd be doing. 
Mm-hmm. And that was that that ratio right there. It's really good. A lot of great players doing that. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's a, a shocking amount of good players that are doing that. Now I'm not going to say it's everybody, because the Tour Tempo guy who's got that app out there called Tour Tempo, he will find out that there are some people out there who are not quite at a three to one thing, mm-hmm. and he'll and- find their their tempo but the truth is if you just go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth a couple times you'll figure it out right away yeah and then somebody could do it and your best golf swings come out well the tempo can be different because it was the ratio that was the same some some of the pros took longer to get to the top and and back down than others but the ratio was always the same it was three times longer on the back than on the downswing so yeah that's right that's the tempo that's that's what we call tempo. tempo is the ratio yep right the timing in yep. which it happens, the overall time, yep. we just call that timing. Right. And as but we yeah, had that, learned that a few... That tempo is pretty, pretty important stuff. As we learned a few years ago here on this very show, that the two golf gods are named Timing and Tempo. Ooh, Remember yeah, that? we did learn that, didn't yes, we? Yes, we did. Yes, we yeah. did. So listen, it's that? been raining and cold where I'm at. In fact, it's been raining so much for about five consecutive days that I'm looking for a measuring device in cubits. I don't know if you have one of those <laughs> around anywhere or not. <laughs> we're going to need one. When we come back, we're going to be talking about outdoor practice for those of you who actually have an outdoors to get to. And we're going to do that when we come right back. We are those weekend golf guys. Thank you. I hate to shop. That's why my closet is full of golf shirts. They never go out of style, right? I I mean, I have no sense of style. I don't know what is in style, what isn't, and I don't have the time. But it was time for me to basically step it up a little bit, you know? Spend a lot more time networking, things like that. I wanted to look stylish. Maybe someone would say, hey, there goes that John Ashton guy. He's pretty hip. I have a stylist now. And I got it through Bombfell, B-O-M-B-F-E-L-L.com. I have a stylist. I, I signed up with him. They hooked me up with a stylist one-on-one. He sent me a list. He said, um, what do you like? What don't you like? What's your budget? How often do you want some clothes? How much do you usually pay for them? What do you need? And we had a little conversation, and I got this box in the mail. And in it was a great pair of slacks, a twill plaid shirt, both of which probably I never would have picked out for myself, but I tried them on, and, and I'm, I look good. Should I say so myself? I also got some other opinions that uh, said, hey, you're looking pretty good. And then I got a Tommy Bahama reversible sweater in the box that is absolutely gorgeous. I never would have picked it up for myself. So if you were in that situation where you're too busy to shop, you hate to shop, you don't shop for yourself, you give your money to somebody and say, hey, go get me something that I think will look good. You just sign up with bombfell.com, B-O-M-B-F-E-L-L.com slash golfguys. And you do it that way, and you'll get 25% off your first order. You don't have to keep what they send you. If they send you four things and you keep all four, you get a 20% discount. If you keep three things, you get 15% off the total price. If you keep two, you get 10% off the total price. And you don't have to get something every month. Tell them what you want, when you want it, what you like, and they'll take care of the rest. Open and close. That's their tagline, and that is, that's how cool this whole company is. B-O-M-B-F-E-L-L dot com slash golf guys. Sign up with them today. You will be looking sharper by this time next month.
A lot of people aren't going to catch that Cubits one, though, but that's good. <laughs> that's it. Go back to like Sunday that. school. You'll get it. That's, uh, that's right. <laughs> Cubits. We got, we got this many Cubits by that many Cubits. Build that damn ark, brother. That's Build it. that damn ark. All right, here we go with number three. <laughs> and we started three. in three, two, one. Hey, it's us. We're back. John Ashton in studio. Jeff Smith down in Florida still, but uh, they're going to be dragging him kicking and screaming out of there sometime tomorrow. Uh-huh. Flying on back you know home. What? Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to get back to Indiana, and the only thing that's going to make me satisfied to be back there in the weather, I'm not, not that I'm saying anything derogatory, but that, that Indiana, I'm just talking about the weather. Mm-hmm. As soon as I get to the airport, I'm going to get a burger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how what time I'm landing. <laughs> I'm getting a burger. Gotcha. Okay. Because, <laughs> you know, you got to get a little taste of home. Yeah. You got to make it your happy thing, right? Yeah. Uh, outdoors for for our our buddies in uh, Florida, uh, along the Gulf right. Coast, uh, Southwest, uh, even Southern California. All the warm weather climates. Yeah, uh, everybody just sit back and go. Ah, uh, I wish I was there. So okay, let's talk about the thing that we do that matters the most. It's taking the practice and making it so that we can use it on the course. Right. Let's call that transferability. Ooh, that's right? a good one. I can transfer these skills that I'm working on. Let's say yeah. that we're talking about chipping, right? Right. And we've got our landing spot, and we're really good. Ball comes off the face. Well, how about we go outside and we put it to the test on grass, landing on grass, getting the distance and all that stuff, right? We can do that and then go to the golf course and throw down the same situation, and your brain can accept what you're doing in practice when you're doing it on the golf course. That means that you could go take your four hours on the golf course and go spend it hitting various shots so that you put yourself in a real live on golf course situation because you are on the golf course. Your brain accepts the fact that you can pull that off instead of, hey, yeah, I practiced that on the range or on the pitching green or something like that. And then Everything's okey-doke there, but then they go put it on the golf course, and then all of a sudden they view the golf course environment as the test mm-hmm. as opposed to the proving ground, right, which is different because you can go out there and practice it on the golf course, and then it's that environment. And your brain reacts differently, and you get it. You're like, all right, fine. I've been out here hitting these shots on the golf course, and then when you're actually playing, you're still in that same environment mm-hmm. physically and helps you be there mentally. Then you can transfer the skills that you've acquired in your practice okay. because you managed to do it in real live situations, just not when you were trying to count that ball for score. Yeah, so then there's this other practice that I love to tell people to do. Okay. It's on the golf course, but you're hitting one shot from one situation at a time. So that way you're transferring the pressure version of that. So, John. Yes. I'm going to say – why don't you go into the trees on the right about 190 yards off the tee, <laughs> put a ball down just in where case a tree, <laughs> where a tree happens to be bothering you uh-huh. and another tree is out there thwarting your regular flight. So you have to maneuver it below those tree limbs around and down. Yeah. There, right. Yeah. So create the scenario that you routinely put yourself in 
Hey, 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 and hey. And, no, no, no. I'm saying as you and the, the collective the you collective of our you. audience. I right? understand. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. The collective you you in, in all these conversations has a name. Mm-hmm. The name John. <laughs> <laughs> but reality is if you go create the scenario that you find yourself in a lot, then all of a sudden you hit one ball out of there and then you're hitting it and you don't get to throw down another. You get to go move on and hit that one shot and you know what you've done is you've gotten accustomed to that situation with only one and it made, attempt and it, right it only yeah. one attempt and then it makes it seem more familiar mm-hmm. more comfortable mm-hmm. and then you succeed more and when you do that on the golf course you have seen yourself succeed in that scenario and you build lots of confidence to do right. it when it happens to you when you happen to be playing a whole round of golf. Because that's just another one of the many frustrating factors of this game is you can get get to the course early, get a nice bucket of balls, head down to the range, bring your entire bag, start with the wedge and start and you're you're striping your irons, you're hitting them crisp and clean. You you got your woods and your driver and you're just hitting it straight and nice and high. You get to the first tee, you're in the trees. Yep. And it's like, what did I do wrong? You know, I must have left all my good shots on the practice tee. <laughs> yep. That, that is. But that's the thing is people don't take it with them. Yeah. So it's called transfer practice. I love to just say it that way. I'm developing skills, but when do I use them? We want them to transfer from practice to the golf course. So what we want is we want to create the scenario that takes away the barrier between the, the non-real and the real. Yeah. The yeah. non-real is just the practice area alone. The go, you know, 25 balls in a row on the driving range. That's not real, right? right? But what's real is putting it on the golf course. So I love to be able to take my students to the golf course and say, let's hit the shot mm-hmm. we're talking about hitting, right? Mm-hmm. We've understood the skill. We understood what we need to do. Now let's go see it in action. One ball. Right. Let's go. Let's right? go. One yeah. shot. Just like golf. Kind of create the real scenario. Yep. That's transfer practice. I love doing that. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Sounds like it would be a lot more effective. It is. But at some point, you still have to build the the knowledge of the technique. You have to develop the technique. Oh, sure. And as soon as you start doing that, that's when you start to transfer it, Mm -hmm. take it to the course. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Oddly enough, we talk about practice. Not not a game. No, no, no. We're not not, not a game. We talk about practice. 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 (laughs) That's right. right. As we talk about what we're practicing, let's think about any situation we've got, whether it be tee shots or fairway shots, um, you know, the, the shot into a green on a par five from 220 or, uh, you know, uh, the, the punch out under the trees or the hitting it out of the thick rough or the bunker, the bunker shot from an uphill lie or a downhill lie onto the green to get it to stop mm-hmm. or the chipping down the hill or the putting up the hill or across the mound or send think of any scenario that's real for you that you happen to do frequently mm-hmm. and then go create those things and make it seem easier by doing it more. Yeah. It's the yeah. whole purpose of practice. Yeah. You, make the game easier. The, the last thing you want to go through your head is how the heck am I going to hit this ball when you're playing yeah. a game, when you're in a yeah, game? Yeah, that's not all that. That's no. not all that good a thing to that, be. That's not conducive to doing around it in your well. Skull, you not know? at all. It just, no. it just isn't. No. Right. <laughs> no, it ain't. Um, this isn't, right? You know, and you can you can get time. You can go out there and, and just 
you know, hang out on the course and take your time, practice a little bit. Yeah. It's not all that much longer. Just as long as you're not, you know, like hitting three balls at a time from any given lie, you know, one at well, a time. Well, you know, that that's one of those things that I try to steer people away from, you know, is dropping balls in the fairway going, no, no, I didn't like that wedge from 75 yards. Let's fat another one. Mm. <laughs> and we're not trying to rip up the golf course, right? <laughs> yeah. But, we're, you know, we take care of it. We we hit the shots. I mean, it, it's, you know, it, it cracks me up where people go, no, you can't take people out on the golf course and practice it. That'll just chew up the golf course. I'm like, well, wait yeah. a second. So we could do 35,000 rounds of golf on this golf course, and that's going to not chew it up. But if I take somebody out there and hit 35 shots yeah. all over them, they go, wait a minute, that's chewing up the golf course. We're not sure you should be doing that. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Did you I, let your kids take their driver's test after only driving in a parking lot? No. No. <laughs> You, no, sir. You took them out on the road. Make sure they actually we, knew how to do it. Yeah, we did. You know, it was parking lots, and then it was drive down the drive down the street in the neighborhood, mm -hmm. and then it was okay. Let's go across the big street. You yeah. know, then let's turn onto the big street. Yeah, let's go down the big street to the stoplight, turn back. You know, let's do some yeah. of those things. Yeah. yeah, at night, not a lot of traffic. That's right. right. Then we'll do it when there's more traffic, kind of up the ante a little bit, right? That's right. Yeah. So we kind of developed how to get in the car, how to feel confident behind the wheel of the car. You do those things in, in little steps, but you're always increasing to make it the most realistic thing. And By the time that the kids got to the driver's license mm -hmm. or the driver's branch, right, and somebody else was judging how they were going to do they were already good at it because we did this transfer practice. Exactly. You never want, no matter what you're doing, <coughs> no matter what you're doing, you don't want to be the first time you do it, be the time that it counts. That's right. You don't. So practice. Practice it yeah. indoors. Practice it outdoors. Practice it on the golf course itself so that when the time comes and you're on the golf course, you can transfer your knowledge, transfer your ability, and transfer your experience to when it really counts. Genius. Build the skill, use the skill on the golf course. That's Way right. to go, brother. That's simple. There you go. This is such a simple game. Yeah. If you just approach it correctly. Yeah. If you that's want to right. do another little practice that's fun for the whole family or the, the, the gang, you can... Uh, Drink copious amounts of alcohol while you're doing it. You can do it in your basement. You can do it out in your backyard. You can do it anywhere. It's a game. It's called Tin Cup. Yeah, not the movie. The game, Tin Cup. Uh, it encompasses a lot of the things we've been talking about right here. And we are going to talk to the inventor and um, the guy who's, uh, well, the, the guy who, who came up with the game and is going to explain to you how you can play it and why you should want to play it. And all that good stuff. And I think it's an excellent idea. Um, you want to go right now to rug.golf. That's R-U-G-G dot G-O-L-F. That's the website so you can follow along as we talk to Bill Van Arsdale, who invented the game, when we come right back. We are those weekend golf guys, don't you? Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us. And you want to make us real happy, just go there and interact with us. Facebook.com slash golf guys.
There are some telltale signs that spring is coming. The swallows come back to Capistrano. Buzzards return to Hinkley, Ohio. And pitchers and catchers return to their team's training facilities, which is happening. And some of them are going out to the Cactus League spring training in uh, in Arizona. Fifteen teams, ten stadiums, 75-degree temperatures. That's all you got to say. Most of us in the country right now. And all ten stadiums are in the greater Phoenix area within 50 miles. And And the atmosphere is just so much more laid back. During the spring training, you can talk to the players. You can get autographs. You can see them. And, and also, you know that the Phoenix area is just known for great tour stuff anyhow. So bring the kids. There's water parks. And, of course, primary for me, there are golf courses. So get yourself some fun. Visit Arizona.com slash spring training. Check it out. Visit Arizona.com slash spring training. Visit Arizona.com slash spring training. Hey, thanks for hanging and coming back. This is uh, John Ashton. Jeffless at the moment. He is in some PGA meetings uh, at the moment. He'll be back, uh, I hope, because... I'm not a one-man band here, but we are those weekend golf guys. I want to welcome in Bill Van Arsdale. And, Bill, thank you for joining us here on those weekend golf guys. And you have quite the product, man. I've got to give you some congratulations because, you know, every every day I get three or four things from somebody coming in about some new product that's going to revolutionize the golf world. And most of it is either stuff that won't be here next week or stuff that's already been tried and didn't work too well. But you've got a game called Tin Cup that is going to revolutionize the way we amateur recreational weekend golfers learn how to pitch and chip and probably make it much easier to do that. And uh, so on behalf of recreational golfers golfers who, who, who really suck from uh, 80 yards and in, I want to say thank you. That is quite the compliment coming from you because, um, I, you know, it's, this has been a labor of love for me. I've been towing for for a couple of years in the backwaters here. Of course, I, I'm in Naples, Florida, so I can't really complain. I can see <laughs> I'm in one of the golf capitals of the world here. Right. <laughs> but um, this has really been a labor of love. I, I actually played this game of sorts when I was a kid, basically chipping ping pong balls around the house. And I've always had the idea that I'd, I'd like to make this so that you could actually – have a lot of variety and just you know just have it be a lot of fun to play. When I was a kid, I had a big sprawling house that I could go from room to room. And, it, and ever since I've been an adult, I've lived in smaller places. And so I've never been able to really get that kind of feel I had when I was a kid. I'm in retirement, basically. So, mm-hmm. so I figured, okay, if not now, when? And um, I basically um, started off you know, with a bath mat with a circle on it and I put a, a, a quarter cup measuring cup in the middle of it and just chipped from one carpet to that and I said, well, that's fine, but it doesn't really work that well. So then o- over the course of time, I, I made a, I mean, basically it's a, you really need to go to the website to see it, but it, but it's a, it's a target carpet. It has a slope underneath it that tilts it in, in all these different directions. It has a moving cup on it that is, that gives you nine different places to place it on the green. And, and then you have different lengths and it just, it just is a, such a fun game to play now. And, and it helps your, it helps your short game, but it's just been a, it's been so much fun to do. And now, and now, unfortunately, I'm at the place now where I got to figure out how to sell this stuff. And I'm a bit of a dinosaur. I'm, I'm, I'm 67, and I, this whole internet thing for me is uh, is is a mystery. So, right. so I do have it on a on a crowdfunding platform now. 
and trying to figure out how to make that thing work. But I'll, I'll tell you, I need a young whippersnapper here to jump in and show me how to do all this stuff. <laughs> well, lucky for you, we know young whippersnappers, man. We can hook you uh, up. Need to uh, check it out. Just like Bill said, uh, go, go. In fact, follow along right now. Uh, go to rug.golf, R-U-G-G dot G-O-L-F and see the website. Is this your house that the videos are in there? Yeah, 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 sure is. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I was, you'll see on the video that I've gone to old folks' homes. I've gone to other people's homes. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, I've, you know, I've gone to places just to show it and play, but yeah, most of it's done right in my own home. I was just going to ask you if that thing hanging from the ceiling is, is an alligator that looks like driftwood or driftwood that looks like an alligator. I just <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. It is actually a, a, a carved alligator. All right. <laughs> Uh, that's what happens. I, I never lived in Florida, but I did live by the ocean for a lot of my life growing up. But um, I got to tell you one thing, though. You live in Florida. I moved, from, boy, from grew up in New England, okay? Boston and Maine. And uh, in the radio business, moved to Charleston, South Carolina. And the first time I was playing golf in Charleston, South Carolina, I, I hit a bad slice. <clears throat> and I was playing with a guy that they just hooked me up with at the pro shop. And I asked him if he saw where my ball went. And he said, yes, son, I did. It's right over there next to that gator. <laughs> First time in my life I realized alligators exist outside of television. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> They're yeah, real. Yeah. It was kind yeah, of scary. We, we certainly have them down here. Yes, I can imagine you do. Now, it, it's it's billed as Tin Cup, uh, the, the ultimate indoor golf practice and chipping game. And I've been watching all your videos, and it's absolutely correct. And it probably... Uh, I don't know if you'd agree. Well, well you, you probably should agree with me because I'm right. But it is the hardest thing for for recreational golfers to do on a regular basis, correctly, the the whole chipping thing. Well, well, and and mostly what I find is that people don't take the time to practice. Yeah, that's the biggest issue. I mean, you go out to the golf course. If you have time, you'll hit a few balls to warm up. You maybe hit a few putts. But most golfers don't take the time to work on the short game, and that and that all that chipping pitching game around the green is where you're really going to cut cut down your handicap and we just don't take time to practice it this game lets you do it at home all the time right now you even have some um grass like things that you that come with it that you can use so even if you have hardwood floors you can still use this game at home correct oh yeah no no this whole this is complete there's a there's a target carpet there's there's sand traps front and back to help catch the balls there's a chipping mat that comes with it so this this game is all self-contained you don't need to use your own carpets so it's a yeah it it's just a super fun game to play i i play it every day i mean i just have it set up you know i live alone so i can do this it's (laughs) set up in my living room the whole time (laughs) and just if i want to just take a break and just have some fun i just Mm -hmm. go up there and and just play it. I mean, to me, it's almost like a meditation. And and I will tell you that my short game has really gotten good over the last couple of years from doing this. Yeah. Is it uh, the the balls? Are they ping pong like balls, or are they the the faux golf balls? Or well, yeah, they're much more like a ping pong ball. Okay. Um, so you know, they're super lightweight. Um, you know, balanced plastic, so they they spin. Um, at, you know, they have back spin, side spin. Um, actually, the way that this target works, if you if you slope it from left to right or right to left you really score a lot better if you can put a little bit of a cut on it or a little bit of a draw on it, even though you're just hitting like a pitch shot. So, so it does give you that hand eye, you know, coordination for hitting just a, a whole variety of shots. It's super fun. Fantastic. Once again, check it out while you're listening to us at R U G G dot golf rug dot golf. 
And uh, also during the, the uh, Kickstarter campaign, and you are running on Kickstarter. That's the platform you're using, correct? That's correct. Yeah. Um, how much? How much can you get it for if you just kick in some money to help you get it in production? Well, right now I, um, it's at uh, two forty nine. It is an expensive game. You know, you, you know. I'm sorry for that. I wish I could make it cheaper, but it's, it's a high quality game. It weighs thirty pounds. It comes in a big box. Mm-hmm. So it is an expensive game. Uh, you know, trying to get it down, but I just don't see how to. So, um, so, so it's it's discounted on Kickstarter, um, and uh, you know it's it, you know it'll be available. Um, you know, I do have to sell a bunch of these though by the end of the program. So I'm hoping you guys can help me out here. <laughs> um, and um, it's it's just you know so it it, it is there. It's it's, it's discounted by a hundred bucks right now. Okay. Um, and this is uh, you know I sure could use the support because I want to get this thing out there. Definitely. And do, do you foresee it as being a basically a, a online sales thing, or can you walk into Walmart someday? You think and see these on the shelves? No, I, well, I don't. I mean, the problem is the you know the margins are just not there to, for these. I mean, if I sold it through you know you know the PGA Superstore, it'd be so expensive that just yeah. I'm trying to keep it as cheap as possible, so it really, to my mind, has to go through internet marketing. But unfortunately, I don't know much about internet marketing, so <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that one out. Yeah. Well, like I said, we we know people. We can help, you know. Well, good. Well, send them my way. Call them up. You know. You know. Actually, I wouldn't mind finding somebody that says, "Hey, I totally get this thing," and and just say, "Okay, let's you know, partner up with me or take it on or do whatever you want to do with it." I mean, I'm you know, you know, I'm retired here. Right. This is a whole new game for me. I just don't. You know, I feel like I have a tiger by the tail. I you know, this great game, which which everybody who's played it has absolutely loved it. But I got to figure out what the heck to do with it now. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and it's a great thing too because it's it's a great game that can uh, engage even non golfers. That's that's the thing about this is you don't have to be a golfer to understand how it works or to have fun doing it. And who well, knows, maybe yeah, you can yeah, create. I find a- that you know um, that that if you are a golfer, it's a whole lot more fun. I mean, basically, here's here's the truth about the game: if you stink at golf, you'll stink at this game. This this is a real <laughs> test of golf. So so um, now, however, having said that. I have taken people who have never picked up a golf club and spent an hour with them. And by the time they're done, they understand basic, the basic mechanics of a golf swing, mm-hmm. which, is, which is kind of fun that you can do this right inside your home. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about breaking lamps. So exactly. my wife would allow me to play in the house again. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's, exactly. that's a whole long story we don't have to get into right now. But, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've done that too. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. All right, so it's R-U-G-G dot golf, and it's just, again, it's, it's one of those things, like I said, we get we get stuff sent to us every day that says, hey, this is really going to help, and and it's like, nah, I don't know, but this is really going to help. Actually, I can, I can see this is going to improve. I know, because that's my major, major flaw in my game, is if I don't get on the green and I'm just, you know, a few yards off or whatever, I'm... In fact, we did an entire episode once entitled "My First Putt Is Usually a Chip." Well, well, also, you know, Dave Dave Pell's, you know, tells you that if you're not putting it within six feet of the of the cup, yeah, on your chip, that you have less than a, than a fifty fifty chance of of knocking it in. So, yeah. to me, this is such an important part of the game, and you want to get it where you are hitting it inside that that six foot zone as much as possible. And honestly, it takes a lot of practice. Yeah. This game was practiced seven days a week at home. I mean, where else? You, I, I mean, I mean to go chip, you got to go to the golf course. I, I mean, really, yeah. To, to actually see where the ball goes, 
and this and this the ball stop and they and they roll and they I mean they they really act like a like a like a golf ball, but it's it's kind of like you're shooting at a dartboard. It's it's just really fun. It looks really fun, and uh, I'm going to need to try it, especially for for those of us because uh, we're here, you know, in Kentucky, Indiana, the Midwest, Mid South, whatever you want to call it. We've been underneath the um, Arctic vortex for a while, and now we've been having like five consecutive days of rain. In fact, it's been raining so much. I'm looking for a measuring device in cubits. I think I'm going to need one soon. Um, this is ridiculous, but uh, there there is no chance of getting outside, even in the backyard, and playing any golf. And I can I can feel all what mediocre talents I have wasting away to nothing, even as we speak, Bill. So well, that's just it. You know, and and golf is. You know, my my dad, who's a great golfer, he he always said he said golf is like shaving. He says if you don't do it every day, you're a bum. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but he, but he, of course, he was old school back then. Nobody had beards, but right. you know. But um, it really is something that if you if you put a you know a pitching wedge or 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 a, or a sandwich in your hand every day and you're swinging it, it it translates when you get on the golf course. Even if you play once a week or once a month, yeah, certainly does. And so few golf courses that uh, that we play at, you know, not the 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 upper echelon private uh, swanky clubs, but you know your your basic daily fee public course will have a, a a putting green practice green but a lot of times you'll see the sign right there that says no chipping i know i know and that's such an important part of the game yeah yeah so you need to find either a a, a golf course home that allows you to practice your chipping or get one of these it's called the tin cup game and you can go to uh, rugg.golf that's rug.golf and you can check out all of the um, videos there that Bill has done and also get the links to where you can go to uh, to kickstart the whole thing. Kick some, uh, get a, what is it, $100 off, about $149? There you go. All right. $249. All right. $249 is the price of the game. This is going to be fantastic, man. And like I said, um, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about Good. Uh, well, I so appreciate the, uh, the, uh, publicity here and and uh, you know love your show and i'm just so happy to be part of it ah well thank you for the kind words sir and you know if you feel that way or at least you say that those things you can come back anytime bill we appreciate yeah, that <laughs> be my pleasure all right all right again it's rug.golf r-u-g-g dot g-o-l-f and i kind of like those those new uh, domain ending names of what what it really is like the dot golf domains pretty cool we got to go get us some of those but it's glad you get that rugg.golf don't go to rugg.com or they'll try to sell you a shovel and you don't need a shovel (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) and again bill van arsdale thank you much for joining us here on those weekend golf guys and you guys hang out with us because we're coming right back I want to talk to you about golf balls, specifically cut golf balls. Now, cut is not a description of the ball. It's the name of the company, cutgolfco.com. That's cutgolfco.com. They say it's time to cut the crap. Their mission in life is to prove that you can pay less for quality golf balls. Whether you play every day, you play a couple times a month, doesn't matter. Cut golf has a ball that's going to be absolutely perfect for you. And they want to bring golf back to the people. How about a tour quality golf ball for nineteen ninety five a dozen? <laughs> yeah, you heard me right. Tour quality four piece golf ball. 
It's going to go far. It's going to work well around the greens. CutGolfCo.com and get yourself a dozen fantastic tour quality golf balls for under 20 bucks. CutGolfCo.com. If you're paying more, well, that's kind of stupid. It is us. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. Together we are those weekend golf guys. Thank you for being here. Hope you uh, took some of this to heart, the whole practice thing, because we don't want to be behind you when, you know, you're no. out on the golf course for the first couple of times this season if you haven't practiced. Okay? Yeah, we don't want to come do on. that. No, come on. Moving along. Hurry up! <laughs> <laughs> All that good stuff. Uh, listen, uh, thoseweekendgolfguys.com. Go there, because I just found out how to put the a Google Analytics thing on there. So so go there so I can see if it's working. <laughs> I'd appreciate yeah. it, you know? <laughs> That's a good thought, right? Yeah. yeah, it's been nine years. We have no idea if anybody's ever gone to the website or not. Uh, those weekend golf guys are also available at Facebook at facebook.com slash golf guys or on Twitter at WKND golf guys. Yeah, technology sometimes just gets a little beyond me. You know? There you go. There you go. Yeah, that was a nice admission. <laughs> Oops. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You pay somebody money to get this stuff done. You just assume they do it. You know. Oh. But anyhow. Yeah. But anyhow. All right. Uh, listen, we we do uh, appreciate you uh, hanging out with us, um, and take care of some of our sponsors because we've gotten through the winter time. With um, with some great stuff, the whole uh, the whole uh, Tommy James on uh, Tommy James and Deshaun Dell's Tommy John <laughs> underwear, it's phenomenal stuff, man. You've seen it advertised on TV. You heard us talk about it. Um, they're not advertising with us anymore. That that is over, but it's still phenomenal stuff. Check it out. Yeah, it's comfy. It right? is very comfy. Hey, and y- you know, one more thing. There's yeah. there's one of the guys, friend of the show. Okay. That I want to say, hey. We've had him on a couple of times. Mm-hmm. He's a master professional from Philadelphia. He's got a great book on putting called Hole It. Go out there and go get it from John at johndunnigan.com. Okay. John Dunnigan's his name, clearly. Yeah. But his book is called Hole It. Go back out there and get it. If you don't have it yet, go get it from John. There's some great stuff in there. Really, really makes sense. Okay? Fantastic. Do it. Hole It from John Dunnigan. And, uh, those weekend golf guys right back here every week you always catch us if you miss it on radio online thoseweekendgolfguys.com we appreciate it and um, practice practice inside practice outside and then go play some golf get ahead of postage rate increases this year with stamps.com it's like your own personal post office sign up with promo code program for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts that's stamps.com code program